It's September 13th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories today. Ukrainian forces have seized even more territory from Russia as they continue their counteroffensive, the country's president has said. Vladimir Zelensky said troops have now retaken more than 6,000 square kilometers from Russian control in September in the east and the south, though these numbers can't be verified. Moscow describes its troop withdrawal from the region in recent days as a regrouping, with the aim of focusing on the Luhansk and Donetsk region in Ukraine's east. That claim has been ridiculed even in Russia, with many social media users there describing the stated pullout as shameful. I think one thing worth watching is how these mounting losses are viewed in Russia. As a result of the war in Ukraine, the Russian economy is not doing well, and Russians are losing freedoms as the Kremlin cracks down on dissent. If the war is seen as a blunder or even a failure on Putin's part, we might see some changes at the top of the Kremlin. I think it's unlikely that Putin goes, but we could see a major cabinet reshuffle and some major military figures get pushed out. Scores of people were crushed and injured as Kenyans forced their way into a stadium where William Ruto is being inaugurated as president this morning. A medic said a fence at the Nairobi stadium fell down after people pushed it and about 60 were injured though the number may rise. With the transition, Kenya's presidency moves from one leader indicted by the International Criminal Court to another. Both Kenyatta and Ruto were indicted over their roles in deadly 2007 post-election violence, but the cases were later closed amid allegations of witness intimidation. Ruto now speaks of democracy and has vowed there will be no retaliation against dissenting voices. Fighting between Armenia and Azerbaijan flared up again on Monday night, with both sides reporting intense artillery shelling. At about midnight, Azerbaijani forces shelled Armenian troops at three locations along the border. Azerbaijan said it was responding to a buildup of Armenian landmines and weapons near the border. Armenia fired back in retaliation. The fighting took place near the Nagorno-Karabakh region, an area within Azerbaijan where ethnic Armenian separatists declared a breakaway republic in 1991. The Armenian prime minister later told parliament that, for the moment, we have 49 troops killed, and unfortunately, it's not the final figure. Both countries claimed to have launched proportionate responses against what they saw as provocations from the other side. Elsewhere, Uganda has handed over $65 million as the first installment of a fine it was ordered to pay the Democratic Republic of Congo for invading the east of the country two decades ago, Congolese authorities say. In February, the International Court of Justice ordered Uganda to pay $325 million in five annual installments of $65 million between 2022 and 2026, with the first installment due this month as reparations for Uganda's invasion of eastern Congo that led to civilians being killed and tortured while villages were destroyed. 
the payment is a sign of the vastly improved relations between the two neighboring countries. Manekin Pice, the cheeky statue in the heart of Brussels of a little boy urinating, has brought a smile to the face of countless tourists from around the world. Starting today, psychiatrists in the Belgian capital will be able to prescribe tours of this museum, among others, to people suffering from mental health issues. Those in the depths of depression or burnout can go even deeper, underground even, by heading to the Sewer Museum, which provides visitors with a unique glimpse into the hidden underbelly of Europe's capital and will also be a part of the project. According to an in-depth review of the evidence by the World Health Organization, the arts can play a major role in the prevention of ill health, the promotion of health, and management and treatment of illness across people's lifespan. Soon, doctors anticipate being able to prescribe listening to the DSR Daily Brief every day and becoming a member of the DSR Network to solve all sorts of ills. United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken has discussed issues of mutual interest with his Mexican counterpart, including drug trafficking, migration, and trade, as top officials from the two countries met for high-level economic talks in Mexico City. The U.S. State Department said in a statement on Monday that Blinken noted his continued appreciation for collaboration with Mexico in his discussions with Mexico's Foreign Minister Marcelo Ebrard. Blinken was joined by U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo and other Biden administration officials on the trip to the Mexican capital for this year's U.S.-Mexico High-Level Economic Dialogue. The United Nations mission in Afghanistan has accused Taliban authorities of harassing its Afghan female employees urging local officials to respect all its staff in a statement yesterday. The UN called for an immediate end to all such acts of intimidation and harassment targeting its Afghan female staff, and reminded local authorities of their obligations under international law to guarantee the safety and security of all UN personnel operating in Afghanistan. A statement released by the Taliban late yesterday evening denied that local authorities had detained any UN employees. A year after the Taliban took power in Afghanistan, teenage girls are still barred from school and women are required to cover themselves from head to toe in public with only their eyes showing. The UN has repeatedly urged the Taliban to ensure respect for international human rights in the country. In much lighter news, scientists in the UK have discovered that if they take a pot meant for catching crabs and just add some bright lights, scallops flock through the door like it's Studio 54. Scallops are normally fished via trawling or dredging, methods that can cause lasting damage to delicate seafloor ecosystems. The lights were initially added to attract crab but this accidental discovery could have significant impact on scallop fishing. NPR talks with the lead scientist, Robert Enever of Fish Tech Marine, a company that creates sustainable fishing gear, about this collaboration between science, industry, and conservation on the latest episode of the Shortwave podcast. 
coming out of retirement, ABBA has started a new company called Gimme, Gimme, Gimme Some Scallops. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Sibel Oktai, Associate Professor and Director of the School of Politics and International Affairs at the University of Illinois Springfield about the changing leadership in Europe. Go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.